0: Here's the host of The Rebrand Podcast, the CEO of The Harky Group, Scott Harkey.
1: All right, welcome to The Rebrand Podcast, where, as you know, we tell untold stories of world-changing brand campaigns, and we tell them by the marketers who are building them. I'm your host and founder of The Harky Group, Scott Harkey, and today we're going to hear about designing a better user experience for a smart lock system. Joining us is Andrew Sampson, who is the Chief Marketing Officer at Level Home Inc., which is the company redefining the smart home experience and maker of Level Lock Plus, the next generation smart lock that is more advanced than ever, integrated with Apple Home Keys. At Level, they take a unique approach. Rather than start where others have started, they start at square zero and design products that make smart invisible. All right, today Andrew and I are going to discuss branding smart lock technology. All right, here we go. Andrew Sampson, Chief Marketing Officer at Level Home Inc. What's up, brother? Scott, thanks so much for having me. Fan of the podcast. Excited to be here. Excited to chat with you. And yeah, let's do this. I'm Saraga, dude. Okay, so tell me about your company and what you guys do. And I've done some research. I have some ideas. But for those of us driving in our car or in the subway here, listening to the rebrand podcast, tell us what you guys do.
2: Yeah. So Level Home is founded by two individuals, John Martin and Ken Godo, kind of came up the ranks together at the likes of Apple, Microsoft, a few other brands. And they really wanted to kind of take a step back from these bigger companies and really look at kind of the challenges of individuals every day. And they realized that there was this massive opportunity within Smart Home and A lot of the products that were being developed for smart home, whether it was speakers or cameras or whatever else, were almost disruptive in a way. They were disrupting the flow of your everyday and your family's everyday and kind of almost getting in the way when they should have been really offering convenience. And so in looking at kind of all the categories that were out there, John and Ken realized there was kind of this underserved opportunity within smart locks in particular. And that's really where Level Home was born. And so the design approach is pretty unique with this idea that you just talked about, square zero, kind of looking at problems from the onset and really tearing everything down before they actually get built back up. And with our products, the invisibility concept that makes them so unique really comes from the fact that while they look exactly like a typical deadbolt lock that you would have on and that's found on many homes throughout this country. All of the technology is packed on the inside. And so while we're not disruptive at all from a design perspective, where we're actually adding convenience is through this idea of hidden, invisible technology that's on the inside to provide those conveniences that consumers look for to really improve their lives every single day. And with smart locks in particular, it's uh, you know something that you're walking in and out of your door multiple times a day. You have guests coming over. You got the dog walker. You got the nanny. You got the contractor. You got... Kids were able to kind of add those conveniences without any disruption to design, which is really rooted in Level's unique value proposition. So, something that we're pretty excited about. And we're seeing a lot of eyeballs and a lot of people
1: starting to wake up around this category more so than they have in the past. All right, this is badass. I've, I've just been geeking out again on your site. And yeah, so basically, what you said is it looks like a deadbolt, but it acts as a smart lock. So, you're like unlocking the doors of the phone, makes a ton of sense. I remember I was at a YPO something and one of the guys is like this tech founder of some, I don't know, unicorn company in San Francisco. And he was like, I don't know, we were drinking wine one night. He was talking about like how long it's been since the doors in the world have been like innovated. Like he was off on this tangent. And, I was, and then I started thinking, about it, I was like, holy shit, you're right. Like we've basically had doors for hundreds of thousands of years and nothing has really changed or innovated around the door market. And so these locks make tons of sense with your phone opening up or you need Airbnb or you need a friend to come in. Like, like there's no reason we should be fumbling around with our keys, but this seems like safer. This makes a, ton, makes a ton of sense. It's bad. I need to buy one of these. It's like, why don't I have one of these? This is, this is silly. That's the main question,
2: right? And it's, I think today, and even for myself, when, as I stepped in this role, I was so comfortable with having cameras, a smart doorbell, even smart baby monitors, speakers, all of this stuff. but You got so everywhere. Yeah, you got all this shit. The question is, why is everyone, whether you're a homeowner, or you're a renter, or whatever it is, why are you just so content with your landlord or you know the realtor giving you a set of keys and then just forgetting about that? Why is everyone just okay with that? And that's exactly what we're trying to do, where we don't need to be disruptive by putting this large box on your door that has a keypad and illuminates and has all this stuff. Instead, we can actually maintain a familiar design aesthetic, but still provide all of those conveniences to really allow someone to understand that there is a more convenient way to enter their home while they can still keep the design elevated and familiar. And I think that's the opportunity that we see.
1: So break down the customer and the strategy. Is it Are you trying to get people to go from traditional to this system? And how do you do that? Like, how does somebody come into the funnel? What's the target demographic, and what's yeah. kind of the human proof to be like? I'm sick of this shit. Like, I need one of these things. I love there. They're not they're not very expensive. It's like, three hundred bucks or something.
2: Yeah, and I, I think one of the the biggest things that we have as a as a huge you know kind of proof point and testament to our overall design ethos is collaboration with Apple, specifically around our Level Lock Plus product. That product launched in October. There's actually, you know, for all the iPhone users out there, a little known feature called Apple Home Keys that exists within your Apple wallet. So the same way that you are going with your credit card to pay for your coffee or your groceries and tapping your phone at at a pay terminal with your Apple wallet and your credit card there, there's actually a technology that's baked into everyone who has an iPhone with a compatible iPhone or Apple Watch to use that exact same secure method to enter your home through a secure key that is in your Apple wallet. And so for us, to be able to harness the power of the Apple Home Keys technology in Level Lock Plus allows us to really go out and say, hey, anybody with an iPhone, this is actually something that you you can leverage to now, again, enter your home in a much more convenient way. And so for us, as the brand was really being developed, it was a lot of people who were kind of that first mover, early tech enthusiast, kind of early adopter. And now we're seeing as we're now expanding our feature set as we're able to kind of create these spark moments for people, I like to call them, where we can really get people thinking about the conveniences that these smart locks can provide. And you can also layer in the fact that you can just use your iPhone quite simply to tap it against the lock and be able to enter. That now is really what's starting to create some energy and inertia. We saw that at our launch with Lock Plus in October, where we got picked up on late night TV, on Colbert and Jimmy Fallon, and just organically in all of these ways around you know, kind of our partnership and the halo effect that us collaborating with Apple has. But now the ability for us to go and find iPhone users who are tech enthusiasts, who care about design, who ultimately want that convenience for themselves and for their family, It's a pretty rich territory and we've seen a lot of really good success in really being laser focused on kind of that core demos. You've expanded our marketing capabilities and our overall marketing tech stack and our performance marketing capabilities to really engage with that audience and kind of bring them into our ecosystem and further explain why this is something that can be really intuitive and easy to understand and ultimately easy to install and easy to use. That's awesome.
1: So that's, I mean, congratulations on the launch. I love PR. It can be so successful, especially... Jimmy Fallon, things like that. It sounds like you're really working the bottom end of the funnel with some performance marketing. Is there anybody else in the competitive set that is challenging? And then what other kind of marketing tactics are you guys looking at this year?
2: Yeah, I mean, I think it really depends on how you define the competitive set because, in many ways, not only are we competing with other smart locks that are already out there, but we're also competing with the millions of homes in this country that just have dumb deadbolt locks that we now again have the opportunity to speak to those people in a different way to get them to convert to uh, their first ever smart lock. And so when we talk about at a feature parity level, there are really no other, there's a couple, but they're hard to find. There are no other products on the market right now that are readily available that have the Apple Home Keys feature. Level Lock Plus can be found on level.co. It can be found at at Apple stores, both online and in all Apple retail doors. And it will soon be on Amazon um, in the next couple of weeks and just being able to really kind of have a first mover advantage in terms of the product being readily available around that feature really helps us i think drive demand given the scarcity of a feature set that we think that can really latch on to people and is something that is very interesting for them more broadly though we've kind of shifted a lot of our focus to really figuring out ways that we can ultimately leverage our product to drive overall awareness and also create demand so finding a better way to you know leverage performance marketing but also deeper awareness tactics to kind of find the right balance within the funnel knowing that some people may be more interested in design some people may be more interested in technology but ultimately finding the right balance of creative has i think been something that we've really tried to transition to in the first quarter of this year and we're seeing a lot of success with creating again like i could call them before spark moments for people to put the product in a real life situation with level lock you know you never leave need to leave your key into your doormat again with level lock, you can go for a run and don't need to bring any extra bulk with you, and all you need to bring is your iPhone. And so, being able to kind of tell those stories has actually created some um, additional demand by putting a category that people have some general awareness of, but aren't really sure of why they should convert yet, into more of a of a, the right frame of mind for them to actually come into our funnel and understand why level lock plus or level lock's more broad they can be the right product for them.
1: And how have you implemented some? Like I know our title was user design. Um, is that on some of the performance marketing you can see from a design standpoint? Or are you talking about more from the product side? Or are you talking more from a conversion
2: side? Yeah, hol- holistically, but I think a lot of it is rooted in our design ethos as a company. I mean, the, the original product for Level, even beyond Level Lock Plus, was the Level Bolt, which is a smart deadbolt that actually is the interior housing of your lock today. So your lock right now has external housing and internal housing. What was so unique about Level bolt and so groundbreaking is with that product, we can actually take any external housing that's out there, assuming that it meets their compatibility requirements, which is still pretty broad for most locks that are out there on you know dumb dead bolt locks that are on doors today, and change the inside of your lock to actually make it smart. That won a series of Red dot awards that really played up the invisibility concept for us. And so I think overall, the design piece really again is rooted in the fact that design is such a cornerstone of who Level is. And we're not just going out and trying to add a battery to a dumb Deadpool. We're not trying to go and add this big kind of audacious, bulky thing that goes on your door. We're trying to really complement the design aesthetic that's out there. And again, something that is familiar, but take it somewhere completely new. And so our innovation really comes in our design and we're trying to really tell that story throughout every touch point that we have, but it's rooted in who we are as a company and our ethos. I
1: love how you have very strategically called it a dumb deadbolt. It almost seems like the company is on a mission to like get rid of the dumb deadbolt. Like you've named it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I can feel it like inflection in your voice. I can see it like... It's what it is. It pisses you off. Like that must be like a major part of the company, like in dumb deadbolt or something. Yeah.
2: And and that's, again, the opportunity. It's what can we do to wake people up about this? And I kind of joke internally, like we could literally go out and make everyone's dumb deadbolt come alive.
1: Wow. I have so many questions like, okay, I got to buy this thing. First of all, it's entire me having a dumb deadbolt. So I buy it and then do I, I install it and then I put the Apple thing and I'm good to go. Yeah. So, I
2: mean, obviously there are some compatibility requirements. I mean, there are some non-standard doors that are out there. We have all of those, the ability for you to check those things and kind of run you through the process to make sure pre-purchase that, you know, your door is good to go. But once you do purchase it, it takes literally about 15 minutes to install with only a Phillips screwdriver. That's That's it. No power
1: tools, nothing. I can have other users that need to get in or if someone needs to get in, they can text me, I can send them access like one time. all that
2: kind Yeah, of So exactly. So through our app, the Level app, you are able to share guest access. You're able to share even what's called a party pass. So if you had multiple people who are coming over to kind of give them access for a finite period of time. You can give permanent access to a caregiver or to a dog walker. You can give it within a window, you know, if your dog walker is coming over from one to three every day and taking the dog for a walk around the block then you can only set it during that time, Where if it's outside of that window, they would not have access. We also have optional accessories, including a keypad, so they get a keypad, something that is super familiar. The design for our keypad is super elevated. It, doesn't, it isn't attached to the lock like you would see in many smart locks. It allows you to you know, put it appropriately in or around your door, wherever you would like, so you can offer key codes. But yeah, through our level app is really the ability for you to provide that guest access which is huge value proposition of smart locks in general. Again, a lot of times it isn't just about you. It's about the guests that are coming into the home. And so, of course, those boxes are checked through our variety of products that are there. And we also make it really cool and convenient for the owner to even wow your friends when you have a buddy come over and you kind of walk up to an unassuming lock. You go up, Scott, and tap it with your iPhone and you hear the little welcome chime and it pops open and your friend's like, holy shit, how did you just do that? that? That's what's cool. So
1: here's the deal. I have three more questions I want to ask you right now, but I'm going to hold it off to the next episode. I know we have a title for the next episode coming up tomorrow, so I want to tease it out. I'm going to tease out the next episode now, but I'm I'm curious where this brand's going. I want to hear how. You, I mean, you're the chief marketing officer at this awesome growing company. I want to hear your background and how you got to this this spot. And then we also our title for tomorrow is diversification customer tech products. So I had a guy that on I want to say two three days ago that really talked about a big mistake he sees for early brands and early tech too many products. And now you're going to talk about the, how you need to diversify uh, some of your products. So I think that'll be an interesting conversation. So we'll tease that for tomorrow. I'm always curious of when is too many products, when is not enough products, to where you're not taken seriously. So I think that's going to be a fun topic for tomorrow. So we're going to wrap it up for this episode of the Rebrand Podcast. Huge thanks to Andrew Sampson, uh, Chief Marketing Officer at Level Home Inc. for joining us. Again, like I just mentioned, uh, we'll publish number two tomorrow. And Andrew and I are going to discuss the diversification consumer tech products. I've seen their site. They've got a ton of different products, growing brand, obviously really cool tech and thoughtful design. I also want to hear about Andrew's background and how he became Chief Marketing Officer at this company. Just one link in our show notes I want to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while listening to the podcast, head over to the rebrandpod.com and we have all the summaries and episodes. And again, I, I say this kind of little thing during these episodes every time. So i um, sorry if I'm not super passionate about going through this script. So I'm going to try to get through it really quickly because it, it kind of annoys me, the same thing. But there's new listeners and I want to let them know like what the deal is, which is basically like, look, go to the website. We've got summaries. If you want to apply to be a speaker, please apply. We're looking at probably 10, 20 a week. and We want the best of the best on. So fill it out well and and have a reason to be on. And we want to put you on. Especially want to look at the women in business, minority owned business, please apply. We want to make sure we have a lot of different diversity of guests and talents and expertise on the show. So, you know, if you do apply, you know, don't take it personally. It's like, look, hey, we just had a bunch of PR people on in the last, you know, month, a bunch of PR agencies. So probably good on PR agencies. Let's switch it up. So, but, you know, maybe we'll get back to you. So please apply. You don't have to be a PR person. You can apply direct. Um, You can find us on all the social channels. You can find me probably the easiest is just Scott Harky. Probably Instagram's the easiest or LinkedIn, but I'm on all the other shit. If you haven't subscribed and you want daily marketing in the feed, that's what I do with my favorite podcast. So hit that subscribe button. We're about 5,000 plus marketers uh, that subscribe. They're part of this community. So if you want to be part of that, it doesn't mean you have to listen to everyone or you you don't have to listen to the whole thing, but it's there. But until next time, I remember it's never too late to rebuild, reboot, or rebrand.